everyone, I'm Rachel Poli here with Ari Meglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We're on episode 142, and this week's question is, where can you write book reviews? But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy this episode, please give it a like, write a review, and share it with your friends. The more, the merrier. All right, so for this week, we decided to talk about book reviews because we are nearing the end of 2022, and now is the time where people are finishing up their reading goals and reading challenges for the year, so maybe you've gotten behind on actually writing book reviews. And book reviews are really important for traditional published authors and self-published authors because it just adds credibility to them and their work, and it's excellent feedback for them provided that the review is written in a nice manner. Even if you hated the book, always be kind. I'm wagging my finger at you guys, although you can't see it. So we thought that if you need to catch up on writing reviews of books that you read during this past year, we thought we'd give you guys a bit of a list on where you can write these books. So first, I'll just talk about, you know, the obvious Where did you buy the book? If you bought it from Amazon or your local bookseller, such as Barnes and Noble, or I think like Waterstones is where Ari is. I don't really know anything about the UK, but wherever your local bookseller is and just wherever you you bought the book in general, such as Amazon, you can write the review there because you already have access to it. And that's just such a simple way. And I know Amazon is one of the bigger ones because that seems to be where most people get their books, especially if they have a Kindle. You got to go through Amazon for that. So a lot of times it's just easy to write a review. You go on the page, you scroll down to the bottom, click write a customer review and boom, there you go. You don't always have to write a review. Even, Even just the star rating is enough. Yeah, that's true. Especially if you're not sure about the book or you know, if, if it's one of those where it's a, a, a simpler book and you're not sure what you want to write, you know, throw some stars in there. I think if you are doing a low review, I do recommend that you actually write a review. You explain why, because I think there's nothing worse than getting a low review and not knowing what you did wrong. I, I will agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think, you know, obviously a five star, it's like, OK, wow, this person really, really liked it. They enjoyed everything about this book. But then if they give it a one star and they just say nothing, it's like, oh, OK, well, did you not like mystery and not realize that this was a murder mystery book? Or did you not <laughs> like my writing style? Or are you being a troll? I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. I think that's it, because obviously, like a lot of things, it's very subjective it could be that you really don't like romance subplots and there was a lot of romance in there and that's not really that's not that shouldn't hopefully turn people off a book if they might go oh my gosh I really love romance in there and you're right it is it is Waterstones we have Waterstones we I'm sure we have other bookstores but I can't think of any of them off the top of my head but we do have a lot of Waterstones um and I think Amazon as well is probably the main one because first of all a lot of people do buy from Amazon and also the more reviews you get on Amazon, positive or negative, the better it is for the author on Amazon. I think they, it moves you up the rank. And I think, um, obviously, I think it's like if you get 50 reviews on Amazon, they promote you more. I am guessing, I'm, I, I think I've heard that. I read that somewhere. It's it's too late in the evening, right? Uh, in the afternoon right now. My brain's not really ticking over. But reviews are quite important on Amazon. And you can actually review them if you don't buy on Amazon. 
I mean, you won't get that verified purchase marker, but it can still help. So obviously, if you put a review somewhere else, it's always good to copy it over to Amazon as well, just so that you are giving those authors a boost, especially if they are a self-published author. That's a big, a big plus for them. Um, I kind of think there's another thing regarding Amazon. Am I right in thinking that if you, you have to spend a certain amount on Amazon a month to even be allowed to like review certain things? Was that a thing that came out? I don't know if it's per month. I think it's just you need to spend X amount of money on Amazon in general in order to have access to writing reviews. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely that's a a good one. Now, obviously, if you have your own website, which if you're an author, you're going to have a website, right? Right? Right. We've talked about this. You need a website. And if possible, one with a blog. So you get that nice, constant new content that is really good for things like Google. So you've got a website that's got a blog that you're using actively, right? Right? I don't know about actively. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I see this as someone who's literally taken like six months off from from blogging. But to be fair, I'm still getting active um, traffic. It's still turning over from all the other times I was actually active. But we've talked about websites. And to be fair, that's actually a really good thing. If you've got an author website, which you should have, and you put a blog on it to make sure you get active content, if you're struggling to figure out what to put on your blog, book reviews are brilliant. They're still really popular. There are blogs out there that are just for book reviews. But even if you use other content, even if you put up other content like your writing journey, your own stories, things like that, throwing up the odd book review is still really popular. You still get people interested and I don't know it's it, you can be a bit more in-depth I found that if you put a book review on your own blog most people seem to write a bit more detailed than they would on say Amazon because obviously you don't want this huge chunk of text filling up Amazon which is like a little section but you can be a bit more in-depth you can put little bits of uh, blurbs and what's it called like excerpts excuse me you can put excerpts from the book you can put pictures up there so that's a really good one to do and if you aren't sure how to start your website, go and check our episode out. We will link it somewhere. And then if you're not sure what to put on your blog, just, you know, the next, the last 10 books you read, put some book reviews up. Doesn't matter if they're old books, new books, books that came out years ago or what, just, just put some up because they're really good. Seriously. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I actually think that my own blog is my favorite place to add book reviews Because as Ari said, you can just put your own spin on it. You can add pictures. You can literally do whatever you want with it. Um, And also, you don't always have to, like, I feel like, for me personally, I don't know if anybody else gets like this, but when you get into a reading slump and you consistently post book reviews on your blog and then you kind of stop reading for a little bit, well, it's like, well, that was, like, my main consistent content on my blog, but I'm not reading anything, so what can I do? You can repurpose your own book reviews. You can write lists. You can say my top 10 mystery books I read in 2022. And you can link to the, the uh, give a purchase link to said books. And you can also link to the book review you already wrote on your blog, like, you know, a few months ago. So you can, there are different ways to get your book review seen, even if you reviewed it like months and months prior but there's always different things that you can do with it and it really helps out the author too because even whether it's a new book or an old book you're still throwing up 
you know, throwing the book in other people's faces and being like, hey, by the way, remember this? I read this like 12 months ago. Here you go. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. And I don't do that. And I should do that. And yet I actually follow so many blogs that do things like that where it's like you know my top favorite um reads for the summer and then they will link to the individual reviews they did you know when they read them earlier and it's really good because you can like pull things together like you said like oh these are all the mystery books so if you've got someone like oh that's cool i've read that mystery book i didn't realize i might like these mystery books either so you're helping authors you're helping readers you're getting traffic yourself it's all pretty good really so yeah that's a really good point Rich, I don't nice. do it either. <laughs> I I don't I don't do the the review roundups on my blog either. The the idea has always been there, but I've never actually done it. But I've seen plenty of other bloggers that do it and it works and it's probably fun. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> Maybe we need to do that next year. If I can be that. bothered to actually put together <laughs> said, well, okay, you know what? You can do that if you brainstorm a list of like favorite uh, mystery books, fantasy books, whatever, favorite books with like, you know, pretty blue covers. I don't know. Whenever you review a book that goes under one of those categories, you can have drafts in your WordPress or whatever your hosting is and just like add the permalinks to the book reviews there. And then when you feel like the list is done or you have like X amount that you wanted to do, then you can schedule it. So it's actually like pretty minimum effort to do so yay more content for your blog more eyes on your reviews more eyes on the books for the authors yeah it's a win 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 a win 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 i love that absolutely <laughs> seriously i think i think my plan for my blog next year is might have to have the odd like qu um, quarterly book review list if i can remember to actually start reading books again because my I'm going to read loads of books kind of went way out and, and stopped this year. Mm -hmm. I ended up reading books I've already read instead of the many, many, many books that I have in my TBR pile, which I am getting more and more embarrassed about that I'm just getting more books I'm not reading. In, in fact, I'm just going to completely derail this conversation by saying I went and got a library card because our library changed everything. Went and got a new library card, went to the library, got a book out and they said oh you can keep it for three weeks this is new I used to be like one week so I was like wow three weeks who needs three weeks to read a book I have renewed it twice because I haven't finished it so apparently I need like you know what nine ten weeks that <laughs> I haven't read it yet sorry I shouldn't swear so yeah uh yeah I need to start reading again I'm being so bad but anyway let's digress back to where we were supposed to be talking about reviewing Obviously, the other one, if you haven't heard, you must be weird, is Goodreads. Who hasn't heard of Goodreads? To be fair, I think it was only like three years ago when I heard of Goodreads. And I have to admit, I'm not the biggest fan of Goodreads. I don't like its look. It's messy for me. But it is one of the best ones to review. They, they have loads of information and reviews. And you can actually put, um, if you're an author and you've got like a page on there, you can answer questions and everything. So I would try and make more use of Goodreads if you're an author. And if you're a reviewer, I would definitely put more stuff on, on Goodreads because apparently a lot of writers and readers spend time on Goodreads and go through all the different things. And you can put books in your shelf that you want to read, books that you've read, books that you are reading. So, yeah. And again, I think it's it, to me, when I review on Amazon, I review on Amazon and then I go and review on Goodreads. Those are the two main ones for me because I feel like that's where most people go. 
honestly, I think aside from Amazon, Goodreads probably is the biggest place that people post their book reviews. Um, and actually, Goodreads is a good place to uh, look under the categories because they have tons of lists as well that people uh, that are on Goodreads, they'll add to these lists. So you can take a look at them for yourself and get ideas for your own blog for those review roundup posts. See, it's it's all it's all a cycle. Um, but yeah, review uh, Goodreads is pretty good. I I like Goodreads. They did change their format a little bit, so I I do uh, miss the way it used to look, but it is pretty it it is pretty intuitive for readers and also for authors and it is a great way for readers to connect with other readers and for readers to connect with their favorite authors so it's if you're not on goodreads it is a good spot to, uh spot to be on even if you don't write reviews on goodreads it's still a great way to get book recommendations because we all need more of those pay no attention to the bookshelf that's probably staring you down behind you but you know in addition to Goodreads, you can also go on BookBub, which is uh, kind of sort of similar to Goodreads, but without like the main focus on the readers. I don't really know how to explain BookBub, but I think BookBub is more for, for authors than it is for readers. Uh, you can, authors can create a profile and list their books on BookBub and BookBub will share any deals or sales that authors are having and if you're a reader on bookbub you can tick off which genres you like and bookbub will email you uh like once a week and say oh here are all the mystery books that are on sale and i've actually gotten many many like books that are free or 99 cents or something because bookbub told me that that particular book was a sale and I found many new authors that way and new series and things like that. And it's it's great. Um, and BookBub, you can add reviews to BookBub, but I don't think people look at BookBub for book reviews. So you can add it there, but it's not one of the big ones. I'm gonna clump these two together because I thought of another one. There is Readsy Discovery and there's also Book Sirens. Well, I'm sure many people have heard of Readsy, uh, they might not know about Readsy Discovery, and it is a uh, it's a book review platform, hence why we're talking about it. Uh, what you can do, they have a, a list of book reviewers. You can sign up to be a book reviewer on there. Authors can sign up to post their books on Readsy Discovery, and Readsy will throw up your book, and reviewers will find it, and if they think it's something for them, they can choose to read and review the book and post it on Readsy Discovery. And then the author, like the author can even tip the reviewer after, like the reviewer doesn't get paid to write the review, but you can, as an author, you can tip the reviewer if you want. And Book Sirens is similar. It's a directory of book reviewers. So authors can go on and reach out to book reviewers directly and ask them to post reviews on Amazon or their website or on Book Sirens or anywhere that they want it to be posted, or authors can post their books on Book Sirens. And as a reviewer on Book Sirens, you can scroll through books and you can ask to get a copy of the book. Uh, actually kind of similar to NetGalley, although I've never used NetGalley, so I don't really have anything to say about NetGalley. Uh, but now that I think about it, that's another place to add book reviews. <laughs> There are many, many different places you can add book reviews, long story short.
I have to say, I'd heard of Readsy, but not Readsy Discovery. And I had never heard of Book Sirens. So when you're like, oh, people have probably heard of Book Sirens. I'm like, no, not a chance. And I heard, boom. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I didn't, I didn't realize you hadn't heard of it because I'm on Book Sirens. I'm a reviewer on Book Sirens. And it's, it's really cool because you can link your Amazon and your Goodreads to it. So I have like a stats chart that shows like what genres I typically gravitate towards and um, how many traditional published books I read versus indie authors. It, it's pretty cool. I, I like the stats. Well, I like that. That's quite yeah. cool. I have to say, I, when you said that, the first thing I did was while you were talking, I opened up some tabs and I searched for NetGalley, which I have heard of. I've people people who are always talking about that, but I've never been on it. I searched for Book Sirens and Reads the Discovery. So I'm going to save those links for myself and have a bit of a mooch because they do sound quite good. And I think one thing we haven't mentioned is obviously it's good for other authors. It's really good for authors to be reviewing. And the more active we are on these places like Goodreads and Amazon and, and all these places is useful. However, it's also good for you. Now, I have been on Goodreads before and I have read a review from someone else and they did such a good job with the review. I clicked their name and found they were a writer and then checked out their books. And I don't believe that I am the only person who's ever done that. So if you are an author or a writer and you haven't fully published yet, I would still recommend being on all these sites if you can and taking the time to review people's books that you are reading. Again, we've talked about it. You need to be kind. You need to be honest. You know, it's like it's all nice being like, yes, everything's great. If you didn't enjoy the book, it's okay. Just be honest and polite and don't be a dick about it. But it can actually help you. So then if you create a profile and you talk about your work and who you are and you link to your website, you can end up with people buying your books or visiting your website or visiting your blog or listening to your podcast. So obviously we're mainly talking about how supportive we want to be to other people, but it doesn't mean we can't get a little bit for ourselves. So if you aren't on Goodreads, if you aren't on Reads to Discover or Book Sirens, maybe try. Get yourself on there because it might benefit you as well. And also we're supporting other authors and helping them out too. That's the main thing. But help yourself too. <laughs> well said. I, I agree with that. Um, everything that you just said, because because it's true. It's it's all like I said earlier, it's it's a cycle. You know, you gotta help authors and authors in turn will help you and um yeah, and you you make friends. That's what we all want. We all want to make friends, right? That's why we're all introverts. We just want to make friends. Um, I will also add like kind of random, but not really random, honorary mention, social media, kind of forgot to mention that one. You can, you know, whenever you post a book review, especially on your website, share that post on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or wherever the kids are these days. And um, yeah, just get more exposure for your own content, but also for the author too. And yeah, you'll just find like-minded people that like the same books as you when you can talk about them and yeah, voila. Actually, that's a good point. I mean, how often do we see writers saying, I don't know what to put on social media. I don't know what to put on my blog and my website. It's like literally book reviews. And then once you've reviewed it, put that link to that on your social media, talk about it on a podcast, you know, share it, on, share it in a forum on Goodreads, you know, add it to your reading challenge. There's so many connections you can do. So yeah. 
book reviews are important. And I, I have to just say, please do review books. I know we've mentioned this, but it's actually depressing how often, when we used to play the game, the Mary Writer, over on Twitter, and we'd ask the question like, you know, what was the last book you reviewed? Or what, you know, do you write book reviews? How many authors, especially self-published authors, were like, yeah, I don't do book reviews? Come on, we all need book reviews. It's a little insulting to expect other people to review your book if you're not willing to review other books. I'm not saying it has to be a tip for tat, you know, I've, re I've reviewed yours, you have to review mine, but be nice, go out there and share the love a bit, you know, review some books. Right, yeah. If you can take the time to sit down and read a book from start to finish, and if you, especially if you really enjoyed that book, it takes five minutes to hop on Amazon or your blog or wherever and write a book review and post it. And you don't have to post absolutely everywhere. It, I mean, it, it's definitely helpful if you do, if you have like two or three places that you like to post, but you don't have to. If you want to just review on Amazon, you can do that. If you just want to focus on Goodreads, that's fine too. Or your blog, wherever. Like it doesn't need to, you don't need to cross post absolutely everywhere and make sure that you have a link to these books all over the internet. It's certainly important to write book reviews. It helps the author. It's good content for you. And it's just, I think it's fun. I like writing book reviews. I think it, it's fun to talk about my own opinion about the book and then see what other people have to say on what I thought about the book. And it just sparks conversation and it's really good. <laughs> it was so quiet for so long. <laughs> By the way, I forgot to add a disclaimer that if you guys hear any buzzing in the background, which you probably do right now, I'm getting construction done on my house, so I apologize. But anyway, we're gonna turn it over to you guys. And we just wanted to say a quick reminder that we are still open to guest applications for 2023. So you can find the application on our Podbean page under our FAQ page. And I'll probably link it in the description and all that fun stuff too. But anyway, in the meantime, I'll ask, where do you guys leave book reviews? We'd love to chat about it. So tell us your answers in the comments below. And if you wanna get more of the Merry Writer podcast, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you're listening. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast for bonus content. It helps keep the show going, so we really appreciate the support. But in the meantime, you guys can tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Half Empty Notebooks. We keep buying more. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0. 